All right, everyone, welcome to the 2018 SDC Hasbro the reveal panel for Generations Bumblebee, whatever, Cyberverse, whatever else they want to put out. I am Jason. I'll be in charge of the stream today. Joining me is Chris, Don. Uh, we should have Eric shortly. Rob is not on camera, but he is on the stream with us. Hi. And joining us from, let's see, tfu.info. Transformers University, Transformers News and Views, and just an all-around pretty cool guy. We have Anthony Bercali. Hello. The Emmy Award winning yes. Anthony Bercali. <laughs> this is, this is I true. I was to put one back there. <laughs> oh, you should have. We, we got to get all the details in there. You know, we got to make sure we cover all our bases here. Absolutely. So right now there isn't a whole lot coming through because the panel is just starting if it started at all. There's been plenty of reveals this morning, so I'll, I'll be showing some pictures here shortly. And other than that, we're just kind of waiting for official word to start coming through. I will note there have been no Decepticons shown yet, at least not oh. that I can see. It's not for generations. Yeah. No. So I have a feeling that there will be a table after the presentation with, because I can't believe they're only going to release like a wave of Autobots or, well, I guess I could believe that actually. Who am I kidding? But just, you know, Combiner Wars again, solid waves of one faction. Pretty much. That would kind of suck. Yeah. Really would. So um, as we were getting set up for streaming, we were just about to get Don's live reactions to the reveal of uh, War for Cybertron or Siege uh, Ironhide, which was at the uh, Hasbro preview breakfast event this morning. Um, I was trying to find the picture. Let me look. Um, Hound looks good. Uh, yeah, I was, I was commenting on Twitter. Like, I don't even really have a problem with Sideswipe and Hound as such. Like, they look perfectly fine as representations of those characters. But, like, man, am I not interested in having new toys of them. Yeah. Unless, yeah. unless they do G2 Sideswipe, then, you know, I will knock you down on the floor and step over you to get to get to that <laughs> if I have to. Uh, Ironhide looks okay. It's just. I don't know how that's at all Cybertronian because he looks like it's his. I, I haven't seen a vehicle mode picture yet, but he looks <laughs> like it's, you know, he, he, he's robot mode. He looks, he's, he looks as Cybertronian as anybody else does. Uh, and also they finally got the basic shape of cups torso, right? On Ironhide. Oh, he spoiled the surprise. I don't think Don realized yet. Well, I can I, I can see it. it looks like it's a retool of, or at least the front looks like cup because I've got. It's it's the, similarly shaped, but the, I I I went through this this morning looking at these, and it's not. I don't believe it's a retool because for one thing, the windshield actually goes in the right direction for cup this time. Because mm -hmm. that's just. I mean, I like especially the Legends version of Cup, but that's the one thing about it that bothers me, which is that the windshield is all, uh, kind of just supposed to be open at the top. Uh, I, which I guess, this is, so. I guess since he's not like a straight repaint or remold, our Cup do doesn't run it over. Well, it might when we get when they get to the remolds of that. I mean, I mean that's uh, I'd that's, almost because I'll you know, be honest, that's very brave looking. Uh, if if it was if it was a bit less detailed and etched and you know it was a little bit more of a smoother body 
Because that reminds me of Guard Guard Rescue from Firebird, uh, who was an ambulance who looks like he sort of splits down the middle to transform, and that's kind of what reminds me here is a probably not. I, I'm, I'm just seeing parallels that don't exist. I was thinking it looked like uh, Edward John Inferno. Kind of, yeah. Uh, I think I prefer thinking of my Brave reference instead of anything related to Energon. Well, uh, if you prefer, Don, it looks like uh, Pyro Rescue 1 from Lightspeed Rescue. Oh, okay, I'll take that. The gun... Which happened to not be dissimilar from Energon Inferno. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the gun is very red alert. Uh, our, our modern red alert. The gun it reminds me of woo, that. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> So I mean, it's it's weird though to see all this hyper detail. Like you said, the etching—it's just it's yeah, just so, weird. Um, this much surface revealed, detail. Yeah, they revealed Moonraiser. We were talking about this, or no, uh, Chromia. We were talking about this uh, pre-stream, which um, Chromia is a—I don't want to say a retool exactly, but it shares its fundamental engineering with Moonracer, except that they replaced basically every single vehicle surface part. They also took the combiner plug out of it, so, uh, you know, no extra limbs for Alita 1, sadly. But they took every vehicle surface part and replaced it with one with, like, 200% more uh, sculpted in lines and just, you know, greebly detail for aesthetic capital a aesthetic you know this is you know i i don't mind them doing detail but i i don't want them to be doing detail for the sake of detail because mm-hmm. i don't want my transformers to look like super imaginative chagokin where you lose well, the figure in all the detail yeah i mean you know what they say yeah. don the devil's in the detail and uh you know these some of this detailing i would certainly say uh is pretty damned yeah Somebody pointed out that uh, the Ultra Magnus sculpt has the little uh, head Vulcans that uh, Studio Ox drew him with from time to time. And it's just like, somebody keep the Studio Ox away from these people. They, they cannot be trusted with, you know, high detail mechanical design. But Rob, fans love the Ox. That's nice. <laughs> so actually, just real quick, what's, uh, what's a brief explainer on Studio Ox? Because I've heard it enough, and I've looked at it a little bit, but is there like a quick uh, synopsis of it? Uh, they were a Japanese design studio that did a lot of promotional art for G1 in Japan, and okay. they were they they did some highly detailed, highly stylized uh, versions of the characters. So, the, like IDW Galvatron's horns, I believe, uh, originated with a Studio Ox illustration, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Yeah, Jason, also, there's also, if memory serves, uh, the episode called The Primitives, you, its character model designs were loosely based on some Studio Ox work, if I'm remembering that correctly. Yeah, because yeah, TMS did that episode, and I think they I think they had someone from Studio Ox supposedly on the, on the TMS team at that time, or one thing I've heard through the years is why there's that similarity. There's also several third-party figures out there. I'm trying to remember some that, that yeah, have uh, done Yeah, Mastermind's the, Ocular Max series is uh, yeah. very specifically based on those designs. That's uh, the O in Ocular and the X in Max is derived, like they derived that name through that process, referencing Studio Ox. Gotcha. Thank you. Yeah. The, the Prime in Robot Mode looks you know as we talked about yesterday on rsc 
that prime robot mode looks like it has nothing to do with the vehicle mode. <laughs> and he doesn't have as much kibble hanging off of him other other than under the forearms. And we need our forearm expert, you know, Eric Crowbar, but he's not he's not here yet. Well, hopefully soon. But, uh, yeah. I say hopefully, but, but you know. Yeah. I mean, I guess really you couldn't have gone any I mean, that's not for for an intrusive kibble, that's not too bad on the under the arms. You know, you can always pretend they're like some kind of like massive like sledge sledge hammers that he just flings them up and punches you with like a giant square of metal if you need a a reason. Now, who is the is the small silver car? Is we are we calling that cog? Are we calling that the uh, um, the other? No, cog is the collection of uh, blue weaponized body parts, mostly seen on Ironhide. Yeah, oh. some on Hound. So who's yeah. who's who's the little gray car then? Uh, one of the MicroMasters, the one that's yeah, the I, DeLorean. Swindler. Yeah, I can. Okay, cause I couldn't figure out what that particular MicroMaster team was. The other, th- the other couple I got when I was uh, adding detail to the T Formers post, but I couldn't figure that one out. Somewhere in one of my many, 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 many boxes of childhood toys is um, a Swindler and several other random loose MicroMasters I got from a garage sale in the Chicago suburbs in 1992 for like all of 15 cents. Oh, nice! Dang. Well, you know, 1992 money, that's like uh, $25 now. All right, so it looks like panelists in the uh, <clears throat> panel include Ben Montano, of course, John Frazier, who's marketing, Matt Clark, story writing, John Warden, of course, uh, and Sean <laughs> Isabella, the design team, and Mikhail Horzer, I think, Howerzer, from Hasbro Studio. So, Ah, so I'm sure we'll be hearing plenty from afterwards. I'm sure plenty of people will be talking to John and Ben about stuff. Be back in just a second. Sure. Yeah, I believe um, the Q and A sessions with the design team for this year are scheduled to start tomorrow morning. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So I uh, we may not be hearing too much from that unless there unless people are able to just have an opportunity for like you know off the cuff conversation after the panel's over. But I wouldn't count on it. Um, hopefully, shortly after the panel, the Hasbro booth will be updated with some of the stuff seen in the breakfast event and maybe one or two new things that we'll see during the panel presentation too. Right. That would be I nice. would like to I would like there to be another pass at getting photos of these toys, maybe not in some of the poses and without all the admittedly interesting looking uh, environment detail they're set up on. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So they've mentioned the T-shirts on Amazon. Oh, what was Brian's link for that yet last night? No, I can't remember. Uh, TFRadio.net slash Hasbro Comic Con, uh, capital H and capital C's. Okay. Which, if I thought when those first dropped, I could have ordered them, had them shipped two days, and been wearing one right now for this. But I would have had, I don't know, that would have been too smart. You mean uh, (laughs) shirtsickle.com slash TF radio? I have one of those. (laughs) Or or tfradio.net slash shirts, I think. Shirts, yes. Diecast is the one who keeps saying it's shirt. But no, we want you to buy more than one shirt, so it's shirts. Yeah, Diecast can't get any of the URLs right. He's had his uh, tfradio.net slash reviews shortcut link for months, and he still can't get that right on the first try. 
I think he still messes up the uh, address to his own Facebook page. Yes, absolutely. Uh, So this week on uh, the Radio Free Cybertron live streams, throwing Diecast under the bus while he's not here. Presented by (laughs) I don't feel bad about that because I would equally throw him under the bus to his face. So for those just join, for those who'll be listening to audio later, we are being joined by Eric Crowbar himself, Eric Crownover. Hey, Eric, uh, how's Indiana? Hello. Is there is there corn? Lots of corn? Yeah, lots of lots of flat stuff. Well, no, there, there's more than corn in Indiana. There is uh, Indiana Beach, which is a commercial I heard over and over and over again when I lived in the Chicago suburbs like 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that exciting. Of a state in general, no, no, no. I don't know why you chose your chicken college there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eric, have you seen any pictures from this morning yet? Uh, I've seen. I saw Moon Racer. I haven't seen. Have we seen Ironhide in robot mode or no? Yeah, yes. yep. There's pictures. Okay, I, I haven't seen him yet. I only saw his alt mode. I saw Magnus, who looks... We haven't seen the inner bot of Magnus yet. Yet, No, right? they may or may not reveal that during the panel, which is going on right now, but um, really as far as do. the breakfast display, no. Yeah, okay. I, I was going to say, I was pretty sure they didn't show off the breakfast, the, the inner robot at the breakfast, but I, th- I saw somewhere that they basically confirmed that there is one. Yeah, Unicron.com broke that on their uh, Facebook page uh, about an hour ago, I think. Oh, so Chris, I have a question. How do you feel about the detailing on all these figures? Oh, dear. (laughs) (sighs) I'm kind of offended, honestly, that they took they took um, Moonracer, which uh, was not my favorite toy to start with. They took out the only thing that really justified the compromise design, which was the combiner plug on it. Then they also removed 80% of the surface parts on it and replaced them with hyper-detailed alternates. So, like, they've taken away all the reason for the toy to be engineered the way it was. They've made it ugly, in my opinion, and basically turned the third female Autobot into just another, essentially, clone of the ones we already have. Like, no thanks, I'll be sticking with my motorcycle from, like, four years ago. (laughs) Yeah, and again, they they just... Shoot, getting a complete elite of one combiner in the foot for no real reason. Or the arm, depending. They're Scramble City, Don. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think think my most brilliant observation so far today uh, was when I likened the decos of the Siege toys to being inspired by John Morton finding the jump starter that had been buried in his backyard. Yep, I remember him saying that. (laughs) Because I I look at one of those... I looked at one of those photos close up of um, of the Voyager Optimus Prime in robot mode, and it doesn't look like anything to me so much as a toy that's just been left sitting out in the yard for a few days. Uh, you know, optionally kicked up with some dirt or something, but like it just it doesn't look good or like you know convincing battle damage. It just looks like a dirty toy. Yeah. Yeah. If there's one thing I'm not too sure. Now, granted, maybe we'll see him in person. It won't look that bad, but. Now, is this going to make uh, exclusives easy where it's just the clean versions of these without paint? <laughs> <laughs> All my hatred. All my hatred. <laughs> and, you know, like, it's it's a testament to how indoctrinated I am to IDW, but, like, I was looking at the Ultra Magnus pictures and the, like, dirt splatter on the white thighs and just thinking Ultra Magnus would be having an aneurysm if his thighs were that dirty. <laughs> I love Ultra Magnus' alt mode. 
uh, RID inspired. At least that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, we were saying that earlier. I appreciate that. Well, it definitely yeah, looks it, Cybertronian, which is nice. Yeah, I know. Unlike half of them. And, you know, Diecast should be pleased because the way it looks like the whole thing transforms, the um, the sweeping front bumper will turn into the, uh, you know, iconic uh, Ultra Magnus butt flap made famous by the masterpiece. <laughs> looks like they're going over Bumblebee stuff. Target exclusives, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait. So is the the Target exclusive sound wave with the cassettes? That is that for the Bumblebee movie? Yes. Okay, there's it's actually for two packs. the Bumblebee movie. Yeah, it's 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 for the Bumblebee movie and it's two different sets. It's Soundwave is one set and a one-step Bumblebee with the three cassettes is the other one. Oh, so it's just Soundwave by himself. It's not like anything Well, yeah. with Doombox. Yeah. Don't forget Doombox. Oh, okay. Yes, his his Titan Master is now Doombox <laughs> and that's pretty great. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, we approve of that. But we have to there's approve also... of something. There's also some debate over whether Soundwave has been retooled a little bit. And looking at the picture on the slide, and do you think the uh, like the speaker grilling on the on the boombox mode is different? Because I don't remember it being those straight across slats. Yeah, those were look different to me. I haven't opened mine, so I, I don't know. I mean, I would have to compare it off of Blaster, but uh, also that and the rate. There's like a little portion on the top that looks like it has a radio dial across the top of the. I guess it's part of the leg above the speaker. Uh-huh. That I don't remember either. But I mean, I'm going off of just my memory from from Toy Fair when he was announced. Um, yeah, that one I'm, seems slightly retooled in my eye, but I could be wrong. I'm looking at the uh, TF Wiki stock photos now. Oh, I have them right in front of me. I just need to see the. Yeah, no, actually, that, uh, it doesn't that is look retooled. like. Yeah. Well, there you yeah, go. Because those. Uh, they they basically put in like wider bars at uh, on the inside of those uh, speaker panels to make it look like there's just a kind of a standard sound wave in the middle of this boombox. <laughs> Actually, the uh, front of the shin panels is retooled too. They may have replaced the whole lower legs. Oh wow! Well, that would make sense since they attach to these. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are probably different. those are probably all one parts tree together. So if you change one thing, you might as well change the other ones with them. Yeah. Okay, so there is a little bit of retooling on the sound wave, uh, at least the legs. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if we're going to discover more as we get more in detail with this. I wish it would have been a sound blaster. I feel like those colors would go a little bit better with the bumblebee. I don't know because he and has that would black have been a good yellow. opportunity for that too, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm just thinking is that would have been or, a great place to squeeze it in, but or yeah. if not, if not even that much, uh, they could have at least given Soundwave a red visor to, uh, instead of the uh, same yellow one the Titans Return had. But at least we get blue. I want to call him Rumble, even though they're calling it Frenzy. But you know, hmm. Hmm. at uh, least we're getting the yes. other one. And, and yeah, the other half—that's because, of... that's because you're a wrong, wrong child, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're also getting in that pack uh, the blue Ravage, which is Halback, which is a uh, callback to a 2005 E hobby set with yeah, every color. Centuries. I was about to ask where the blue Ravage is from because I saw that there was a blue. Is it using the Ravage head or the stripes head? Ravage head. It is okay. I was just making sure. I I couldn't. I didn't remember. I didn't look at it that long. I just saw. Hey, there's a blue Ravage. 
Sadly, there was also a blue laser beacon that Cobalt Sentries pack, which they opted not to uh, replicate for this. Hmm. Which, I mean, you got Frenzy and you got Howlbeck in there, so two of the three of them are predominantly blue anyway. I don't know why they wouldn't just go the full length with it and theme it properly. So I'm confused why some of these why these siege figures are like hyper detailed, but others aren't. Like Hound and Sideswipe aren't. Uh-huh. But then, but then uh chromia and ultra magnus are it's just like just just make up your mind yeah a little bit and then optimus prime's kind of in the middle yeah he's a healthy balance it's too bad i don't know i'm not gonna say that i'm just saying like it's in the middle of those two ranges um the the healthy point is you know the side swipe and hound and where it's not uh especially detailed like that yeah um but about like, to start talking generations, by the way. Ooh, yeah, I see. Excellent. No, oh, wait. I mean, it's it's going to be a problem though, uh, not having like stylistic consistency. If more of the toys end up being just kind of all over the map in their level of detailing, like hopefully well, I, that's not going to be something ongoing. I mean, they keep getting more and more detailed as time goes on. So where are they going to go from now? <laughs> I feel like they've they've reached the peak. Uh, I I swear this this like key artwork they're using for the siege slide is by Livio Ramondelli. Um, fun things, wouldn't it? Totally see that actually. I have a I have a question. I know we're getting fire like the blast effects from guns for mm-hmm. for the guns and stuff, but the little car with the flame behind it is that little flame effect going to come with like a micromaster or think, I think that little flame effect is the uh, sword swipe thing from the uh, cat sword battle master. Oh, there's yeah. a sword. Sw- okay. I like that. That's actually kind of interesting. The sword swipe. Yeah. I mean, I hope, it, I hope it looks good, but well, it looks test, like test. the thing you're, you know, asking about. Cause that's, what well, I is. saw, I saw it behind a little car just on the ground. Like, is that kind of effect? Not uh, used on the sword? Find one of the Chromia pictures. There's a photo of Chromia holding the sword mode of that with that effect attached. Gotcha. Was yeah, there anything? So one of the other things the unicron.com posts referenced was that the battle masters are supposed to both reference target masters and action master partners, which uh, to me makes a better justification for coming up with a new catch all uh, titling for them instead of just going with target masters, for instance. Yeah. And at least they're not calling it all mini cons anymore. So I like mini cons. Don't get me wrong. Just, you know, let them be their own thing. They confirmed at the panel that they did indeed remold Soundwave to look more eighties. And he's actually available on target.com or target.com. Now I think it's saying, Oh, Oh damn it! Are the cassettes available? With it just that said, it's just the more important thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So. Well, the thing, <laughs> well, I never the got thing. Titans Return Soundwave, so yes and no. But. Well, the thing, the thing about Target.com is it may be on the site, but it'll either say in stock, in stores in, only, or in stores only. Yeah, so. The other thing, too, is it's not my experience that Target exclusives, especially something like this, that would be like solid packed cases. Those don't tend to go out of stock very quickly at all, because, I mean, this isn't like a, you know, Big Bad Toy Store exclusive, for instance. So I don't think it's going to have to be a mad rush for these. So far, the only thing up at uh, Target.com that comes up under Soundwave is a, uh, like, child, child seat for a car. Yeah, I typed in Transformer Soundwave and got G2 Bruticus and Computron. So, yep, yeah. they, have great, they have a great site. I typed, I'm looking at another one of these um, uh, promotional art 
pieces for Siege. And it shows most of the characters we've seen toy reveals of so far. Ironhide, uh, Chromia, Hound, Sideswipe. Uh, it also has Prowl on here, which looks uh, as Dotson as you would expect it to at this point. And also a Red Alert, which we've had no indication of so oh. far. And Tetra Jets in the background. Hmm. Okay, okay, the mask is on the site for $80. So that's there. Yeah. Yeah, that's that Studio Series Bumblebee mask is there. So maybe that's what they were referring Wait, to. Wait, which mask? Because I saw, I saw a mask that was like the regular Bumblebee and then one that's like the battle mask. Is it? Is this it is, like the? This is a regular Bumblebee from Bumblebee the movie, like the um, full-on helmet one. Yeah, gotcha. um, it has light-up eyes, and according to the side of the box, which we saw at some of the uh, uh, photos at T Formers, has uh, some kind of Bluetooth functionality, but I'm not Ooh, exactly sure. What. That's what I was hoping for. I, I was I would actually consider buying it if you could use it as like a Bluetooth type okay. thing. Yes, I mean if you can if you can use your phone to play sound clips through it, that would be pretty great. I was gonna say then it'd actually be worthwhile. Okay, so we've got uh, some initial um, photos of the slides from the presentation. I'm looking at the uh, MicroMasters Wave One, the Battle Patrol, which is two figures. Uh, the MicroMaster Patrols are now two figures for ten dollars. Huh. Uh, so what we have in that is Big Shot and Flask. <laughs> Flack, Flask. Oh, wow. I want that one. <laughs> oh, he's. He's an alcoholic. No, I think Flask can. I think Flask can hold his liquor. So basically, this is the Legends class price point. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, and they do combine to form a weapon. Yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah that that does uh, add a little bit to the to the price point anyway. Are they as big uh, as the Target Masters, or are they smaller? Or uh, I don't know if we have a good side by side on them yet. That's what I thought. I was just if anyone knew. The um, Cat Sword Battlemaster is Lionizer. He's okay. cool. I like that one. It's so different. That, yeah, that's yes. why I like that one. <laughs> so who gets recolored into Rad? <laughs> I don't know, but he wants to tell you about the Transformers. <laughs> yeah, Helm looks decent. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, looking, Helm, Helm looks pretty good. Uh, I'm looking at the, the slideshow. It's like the commercial. Oh, whoa, 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 what? what? Speak, Don, speak. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's, there, there's the, okay, no, that, that's Cog. That's was the blue and white kind of threw me for a second. I thought, is Ultra Magnus a, a Gestalt combiner? But no, it was, it was, yeah. it was him breaking into his component guns. I was going to say, so Cog turns into how many guns? Oh, as many as you need. I, <laughs> Imagine in the vicinity of uh, between five and seven. <laughs> and we're supposed to be getting six gun, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many guns he turns into. a later assortment. Uh, okay. It probably Sweet. means we're getting Brunt down the line, too. FCA? Hmm? Star Trek joke. Uh, Brunt. FCA. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Frankie Commerce Alliance. Race Patrol. Authority. Frankie Commerce Authority. Authority, okay. Oh, wow. That Race Patrol weapon mode is not nearly as good as the other weapon mode, combined weapon mode. I was kind of waiting for that, yeah. That's 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 a sad weapon mode. And then Rescue <laughs> Patrol. Rescue, okay, the I guess the Race Patrol just has a really bad combined weapon. The weapon mode for the Rescue Patrol is better than that, at least. Yeah, that the Race Patrol kind of looks like the world's most half-assed double target master. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you only have 
two cars to work with, it's and, oh, you know very nah, few moving cars. It's kind of hard to. Yeah, that's I mean, kind of inevitable. You could have, but if you didn't you make them the same thing, it would help. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you you could have made. I mean, you could have got the Sky Boom Shield out of two of those. Probably. Oh, that's Probably. A, okay. So that's the first I've seen that Ironhide. That's a really good Ironhide. There's dog. Yeah, I'm just. Wow, that sure is. Um, that sure is the robot laying down. That alternate mode. Yeah, it it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that sure is. Huh. Transform and take a snooze. I mean, you say that, but like, I'm not really against that idea in principle. No, it looks nice. You know, I, I really like that. From actually, robot to nap time and back. That sounds like everything I'm looking for in life. <laughs> The official transformer mm. of RFC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, Cog is so just... the, there's a uh, cog weapons on side swipe slide up now. Part of it becomes shoes. Well, Wait, I what? mean, you gotta look fashionable as you're destroying okay. Decepticons. You know, Trent needs to talk to Hasbro because I think that I think for Cog, they just basically just ripped off BMOG at this point. Well, so... you know what they say, Don, no new ideas anymore. Well, we're certainly seeing that so far. This this line. So would this be un or, or uh, let's see, lowercase God sideswipe? <laughs> uh, <laughs> demigod sideswipe. De- there you go. I'll take that. Ironhide looks deceptively better in the presentation slides than was the uh, model. Just gonna say that. Yeah, I mean, so does Chromia particularly. Chromia doesn't look so over detailed in the slide to me. Also deceptive, then. Yep. Yes. Now, I mean, if Ironhide was a little shorter and his wheels kind of like folded under the body, you could almost maybe use that as a wheel jack if you had to, but it still wouldn't be. I'm very pretty good. sure wheel jack got a mold before any of these did, is maybe. my guess. I'm pretty sure like Hound wheel- got the first mold because that's why he was in the voting last year. There you go. Well, I Although, think wheel, wheel case, jack, uh, that's hard to Mirage, say because like Hound have been an evolution leader toy then. Yeah, mm. but like wheel jack, Mirage, and who else were in the fan vote as the defi- uh, like the, the regular impactor? Yeah, and um, impactor. Yeah, no, but who else? There's like weren't there three tracks? I bet tracks, oh, yeah, track. wheel jack, and Mirage are gonna get made. Like I'm pretty sure those oh, three yeah. are gonna get oh, made they no matter will. what. Yeah. The vote was to see if Impact or Needle Nose or uh, Spinister. Yeah, so my theory on that was, yeah, like the 84, 85 Autobot characters were already locked in as things that were going to happen in some capacity. And that was basically just deciding, okay, now what other mold gets recolored into one of these other three characters? And what uh, what toy that we already have designed gets saddled into being a two-pack instead of its own release, basically. The inner, inner Magnus spot is a little kind of short and chubby. It's a little cute. <laughs> Okay, just have to see. Yeah, kind of. Um, I don't hate that. Yeah, no, no, that's I, don't, nice. I don't think it's bad. It's just it's, he's just a little chubby. Yeah. Who, who's this? What? Who what? The inner Magnus, the inner inner white bot of Magnus. Okay, we're very, very happy about the yeah, tweet, the thread. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, looking, yeah, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, thanks to uh, on Twitter at Kali Karishuka. Oh. For the pictures, they're great. Doing a great job here. Give her credit. Uh, so so basically, the, direct, the yeah. direct link. Down. So the gimmick for this line is weapons, right? 
It seems to be. Yeah, well, more or less. As far as we can tell, it's Just at least kidding. more of a consistent gimmick than um, Power of the Primes had. Just kidding. They actually got better at hiding combiner ports, and they're actually all combiners. <laughs> You know what? They if they actually managed to pull that off this time, I would give them all the credit. There's yeah. a there's a star scream in the back that they're refusing to bring out. It took it can't us two be lines. Seen. We finally did it. <laughs> yeah, come on, Ultra guys! You may as well show a star scream before it gets leaked tomorrow. You know how these things work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that Magnus by himself is the Magnus robot mode is 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 looks okay, but just. They didn't do anything with the front part of the grill. It's just this big, huge grill just sticking out. <sighs> well, with uh, the with the truck parts, it works, I think. But by itself, yeah. yeah. But I mean, not exactly sure what your objection is here, Don. No, it's just that giant blue front bumper on a on a, on his basic vehicle mode without yeah. the trailer. I'm doesn't really fit. I mean, look, how often looks, are you going to have Ultra Magnus in alt mode without yeah, the trailer? Yeah, I, I agree. It's just it's almost like he's there. You know, can I shovel your shovel your driveway, ma'am? And he's, he's, it's it's he's, almost look like they stuck a robots in disguise reference on the front of this Ultra Magnus with no rhyme or reason whatsoever. Is what it's like. Okay, so uh, like looking at the way it transforms that whole lower section below the truck's actual grill work rotates around to get the legs in the right orientation for either robot mode. They put that on there. So that ultra Magnus has the blue butt flap, which like is just a Magnus thing. Like that's the whole reason they went with the robots in disguise reference limited parts count, having to make do and have two robot modes essentially in this like it's all just kind You're of a right. combination of what we need to have and how we can make that into something that matters rather than just being random extra parts slapped on. Also, if you were to, say, swap that piece out with a more typical truck bumper, I'm even more seeing Thunder Clash in that cab. Yeah. Oh, Studio Series is up. Uh, who cares? So we can see orange <laughs> lockdown. I'm um, so confused okay. about orange lockdown. So I'm yeah. totally gonna buy that orange orange lockdown retool. Not even gonna lie. The Bumblebee movie Bumblebee actually looks really nice. Yeah, I'm really happy with that one. And he comes with a bunch of alternate parts. Like he comes with an alternate head and then other stuff. Wait, who's that dropkick? That's new. That wasn't out yesterday. TFBB dropkick. What's Transform- TFBB Transformers Bumblebee? Bumblebee. That's one of the characters they introduced. They, yeah, they announced the other wait, day. But Dropkick, I, I thought Dropkick turned into a car, not a helicopter. Okay, the version realize, of Dropkick we've seen so far, yes. You do realize okay. um, movie Transformers have that uh, wacky ability to just like look at something and then immediately be able to turn into it. No, that's uh, true. Just... went back and forth between car and helicopter several times in Age of Extinction, for instance. Really? I thought he only used the helicopter once. Hmm... <laughs> I, don't I think swear, so. it's, I think he use it in a fight a... scene and like fly into the meeting of the Autobots somewhere in there. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. we, we all made the comment like, you How know, flying that? a helicopter up an empty shaft in the middle of a skyscraper is just like the best possible idea. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yes, yes. Go along with that. That. And we never saw him actually turn into the helicopter. Nope. If I remember. Because he, 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 he was just money. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, I mean, I mean, they, they were already using base machines morphing transformations at that point and, and power little 
frosted squares yeah, of no, transformation. No, Beast machines morphing transformation <laughs> effects. They were literally transforming by turning into clouds of angry bees. Yep. I'm curious bees. if my I'm God. Curi- uh, I'm curious if that gun that Orange Lockdown has is his face gun. Like if that can go on top of his face or not. I'm not um, sure. I probably and, not. I, the in-hand pictures yesterday made it almost look like it could, but the picture from the slide doesn't look like it as much to me. Yeah, I mean, I think that's supposed to just be one of Lockdown's generic goons. And then the Stinger is a KSI sentry, which makes sense because... Which the, that KSI sentry it's based on was red. They just made it blue because they can't release a, another red reuse of the mold, but... I like it in blue. So well, okay. likewise, weren't the uh, lockdown troops all basically lockdown colored? Did lockdown even have any? Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, you're right. They, yeah, they were just gray. Yeah, so lockdown color. Lockdown I mean, was to darker. Be, to but be yeah. fair, ninety nine percent of all like scene filler model transformers in the movies are gray. So, mm-hmm. and completely bereft of like uh, specifically individually identifiable features of any kind. So there's the to uh, go back to, I think, the Rob Springer reference, Bags of Knives. Mm-hmm. Yep. So apparently Anthony has noticed that there's some Tetra Jets in the art in the background, which is nice, because, you yeah. know, that's actually a Cybertronian thing. Actually, I didn't notice it as much as I read it on Twitter. For some reason, my computer is not getting the internet very well, other than this call we're on. But So I'm cheating by going off my phone. So if you see me looking at my phone, that's why. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, I we'll see the Tetra Jets up top. Uh, but yeah, there's Tetra Jets in that in that piece of artwork. Yeah, I was noticing that when I was calling out uh, like Red Alert and you Prowl. know Super Super Dotson Prowl. Yeah, Dotson is hell. It's a very Dotson Cybertronian. <laughs> They're onto Cyberverse now, I believe. Yeah, that Ultra Class Shockwave yeah. looks amazing from Cyberverse. Which means I oh, guess wow. we'll see Decepticons at New York. I Maybe? guess. I guess. Yeah, it's not going to be much of a war if everybody's an Autobot. <laughs> well, Let's see. I mean, they say they just. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. Oh, they're actually showing oh. some footage from the show. Yeah, I did not expect the animation mm. to be like that. And they say they designed over 90 different bots for the first season. Whoa! Oh, sweet. So that's like 81, 80 figure, 80 characters. We won't get figures for. Yeah, <laughs> just like Robots in Disguise again. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, 16 different Optimus Primes in five different sizes. Oh, that's long. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The animation reminds me of Robots in Disguise, though. Well, yeah. yeah. I think it's the same studio, probably. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. They've got a good working relationship, and the studio does do good work, even if you don't exactly like the specific style they might be using at a given time. Right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it looks like a combination of robots in disguise and animated to me. Like they're going for, they're they're, they're trying to keep the the robots in disguise like motif and, and mm-hmm. basic designs, uh, but they're also trying to give that opening a very stylized because animated is a very stylized series, obviously, and and the uh, cartoon opened up with a very specific style of animation. So to me, it looks like they're trying to combine both of them. Uh, apparently, Dropkick they... was confirmed as a triple changer. So okay, there you oh. have it. Helicopter probably will not be reflected in the toy. If it is, <laughs> let me tell not. you, that car is going to look pretty, <laughs> pretty great in the helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> or no, they're it's, it's... or they're practicing for Springer. Yeah. Uh, 
it's it still amuses me that they keep inching back towards the animated art style after you know canceling it so they could start Transformers Prime. Yeah. Well, uh, that's probably still more Cartoon Network's fault than anything. I will never rule out something being Cartoon Network's fault, but just exactly. You know, all things considered, it, it kind of seems like Transformers Prime was a fra- factor there too. I'm still well, so Transformers. Good. Because, I mean, Hasbro's own cartoon network with Blackjack and Hookers worked out so well for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still shocked we didn't see a single Decepticon in oh, Power of the Prime. You know the War for Cybertron. Ridiculous. So, you know what I'm noticing from these reveals, guys, that um, it's kind of sitting funny with me. Because everyone seems non, nonplussed. For, you know, it's probably the, the, you know, there's a lot of meh in the reaction uh, for Generations. Even for Cyberverse, right? It's almost like they're splitting the difference in terms of how they're playing this nostalgia. Um, just think of it this way: like, out of the five people on this call, four of us are not necessarily the target audience anymore, and that fifth person being Eric as the younger person. So his nostalgia sits somewhere around two thousand one, two thousand two. So they're they're going back to eighty four. And they're going back to MicroMasters, but they're also kind of going back to Armada and RID. Like they're 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 trying to do too many things all at once, and in in a way, not really accomplishing anything. Mm -hmm. No, no, they're accomplishing one major thing. They're boring us. (laughs) They are boring us. They're saving Matt a lot of money this year. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like I'll probably still. I mean, look behind me. I'm. If there's an Optimus Prime out, I'm going to get it. So I'll probably get Trucker Hat Optimus. Or, uh, uh, let's see, was it Mario Odyssey that my son calls Mario Hat? So it'll be Optimus Hat, probably. Um, uh-huh. And like the Ultra Magnus, <laughs> awesome. Definitely get him. So yeah. I'll pick and choose. There's some I like, but... Um, yeah, there's, this is definitely going to be a cherry-picking line. Yes. Uh, yeah. Also, they're showing actual footage from the show. Um, and That's I'll, decent, I think. Yeah, it's basically looks like a scene where uh, Megatron's introducing the Decepticons, I guess. Yeah, I, I muted it so I could actually hear you guys, so I'm not exactly sure. <clears throat> Plus, I wasn't sure if that was coming over my my sound or not when I played the last one. So No, I mean, if I Good. played it, we, we could hear it, but I don't know if that would then cause a problem on YouTube. So just not going to try it. Yeah, good call. And th- I was looking at a... Blade Raider on Twitter said, "Did Pat Lee design this toy line? There's too much needless details everywhere." Okay, but they're also not made of marshmallows and trying to steal your purse. So I'm gonna rule out <laughs> Pat Lee involvement. <laughs> but that would fall into the 2002 era of nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, okay. And the thing is, does anyone have nostalgia for Dreamwave in particular besides Pat Lee? Probably. Somebody uh, has to, and you know it. it would, again, it would be the most this design team thing to do the 2002 nostalgia for 1984 nostalgia. That would be exactly what they do. Yeah, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe the MicroMasters here are like a nostalgia kick for the MicroMasters miniseries from Dreamwave. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, th- I think the <laughs> clip. I think the clip from Cyberverse is actually pre-war because 
it's Megatron like rallying, and then he he doesn't have a Decepticon symbol on his chest. Then he like yeah, puts a Decepticon the at the end. Yeah, all the Autobots too. are just standing by him, and then Bumblebee's cheering at him too. Yeah, <laughs> you just see Bumblebee <laughs> at the side, like yeah, he's like yeah, go Decepticons. And that's Prime. when it all went wrong. Prime just shoots him a look. It's like sorry. Yeah, you're probably wondering how I wound up in the situation. Well. So am I, because I have amnesia. That's the whole story hook. <laughs> so they have a slide that has a picture of G1 Bumblebee besides Cyberverse Bumblebee breathing new life into a new bot. So they're definitely at least trying to make a comparison between the two. Okay, so the uh, Volume 2 Retropop Highway uh, is apparently going to be an Entertainment Earth exclusive. Oh, nice. If, Wait, I'm, so- if I'm interpreting the slide correctly. Wait, the volume yeah. two is the one with the golden bumblebee from the Bumblebee movie? Yeah, and the, the other two tapes, movie. yes. Oh, and does it have the URL other two? It may be available one. now. That, well, it has the same two tapes in different colors, but I imagine is one is same? Autobot one. Yeah. Because Graffy's huh. a bird, and I didn't see a bird in there. Oh, yeah. Huh. Oh, I did not notice that. Okay, Why well, slightly that? less need for that, then. But it would make the combiners make more sense since well, the yeah. one in, in each set is, is split factioned. Yeah, but does anyone really think about that? So Entertainment Earth isn't loading right now. Shocker. I know. You know that's a, I, just, <laughs> I went to go try it. And of course. Oh, Hall of Fame inductees. Okay, they as have long a list as it's up. not Unicron. We're all good. Yeah. Uh, Black yeah, Arachnia. Okay. They're finalists. Oh, is it Black Arachnia? No, I'm, I'm just oh, rooting. Okay. <laughs> um so everyone get ready to text diecast only if it's not only if it's not unicron if it's unicron no one tell I mean, yeah i was just gonna say if it's unicron we should just say black black arachnia one anyways yeah yeah i'll if be amazed it's... if it's not unicron since they kind of rigged the vote to come out at the same time as the comic so they would get extra hashtags for unicron they never rigged the vote what are you talking about that's crazy <laughs> talk if it's Unicron, I think we should just like all agree to ban diecast from the podcast next week. Because <laughs> <laughs> no good will come from him being on with us. Yeah. I feel that way most times anyway, but especially in this situation. Although I feel like it'd be even funnier if he did win the vote and then he just never gets a toy made. Oh, <laughs> Black and Arachnia and Battle Trap are your winners. All right. Good choices. Yes. And the uh, human inductee to the Hall of Fame is John Barber. I'd say awesome. that's well, awesome. Well, I mean, I wasn't super invested in Omega Supreme victory ex- outside of the uh, it's not Unicron factor. So uh, this works for me. Mm-hmm. All right. So everyone listening in the live stream, there's like 60 of you total. Twitter. I'm going to, di- I'm going diecast to literally two. text message diecast this. Yes. At, at Twitter, <laughs> at Diecast2, say something along the lines of, congratulations on Black Arachnia's victory. And hey, maybe maybe all these Beast Wars things that keep winning fan polls might actually show Hasbro something if it happens for like enough dozen that years. They'll, that they'll be forced to make another Beast Wars toy like they were with this Optimus Primal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they clearly did not want to make, which John Ward even said, I gave it to the new guy. Yeah, he said that at Hascon. He's like, I, yeah, I gave this new guy the product uh, of Optimus Primal. Uh-huh. I did not even, I did not even know that part. Yep, he out, yeah. he just outright said it. Eric, would you hurry up and take his job, please? No comment. <laughs>
And looks like that's about all we got. Yeah, that should be the end of the panel. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just I have just texted Diecast. Hey, Same. we got the Hall of Fame results. Black Arachnia won over Unicron. Big smiley. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just texted him. Congratulations on Black Arachnia making oh. it into the Transformers oh, well, Hall of Fame. Re- I, I can't read his reply. The, yeah, I yeah. can't repeat what he said. <laughs> 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 Well, Chris, uh, there, there's one piece of news out of San Diego that we that is not really in our purview, but we need to announce it anyway. NECA is doing eight inch styles Golden Girls, which of oh, course yes. you know is some of the most important news out of out of San Diego. So, uh, <laughs> okay, Entertainment Earth's page for uh, Hasbro Comic Con stuff is up. There are countdown clocks for each set of exclusives. Uh, Transformers will be up in approximately 10 minutes. Star Wars in approximately one day, three hours. And Marvel in two days, six hours, more or less. Is there any actual information uh, attached with these? Like, you know, price? Doesn't look like it. Because I still can't get Entertainment Earth to load right now, understandably. Uh, $60. Did I mean, I assume about be about Blast Off. Did they talk about Blast Off getting released at all? They put up uh, a slide s- of all three of them and said they'd be yeah. available on Amazon. Gotcha. I didn't know if they like specifically said like Blast Off's up now, but the others come out one a month or anything. But maybe I should just get the Volume Two release of that Bumblebee and Dino Cassettes thing, since um, well, I don't really want that first studio series Bumblebee mold but for one that, thing. But that doesn't <laughs> yeah. have the orange bump. That doesn't have the orange cassette. <sighs> so many yeah, but, difficult but, decisions. Yeah, but the gold VW bug looks so much nicer than the other version of that we've seen so far, which so far is just the two-pack version with the the modern Camaro Bumblebee. But that's more important to you than the orange dino cassette? I'm just saying. Like, I feel like there's a I clear winner. I mean, I've winner. passed up orange Transformers before. <laughs> Uh, and Entertainment Earth's pre-order does say that it's coming in October uh, for uh, Retro Pop Highway Volume Two. Uh, October. Okay. Oh, I still can't get the page to load. I kind of want to know yeah, what the Star Wars and Marvel level. pre-orders are. Do they have the names of the cassettes on the uh, the pre-order? Page? Um, I'm well, still trying to. We'll, load we'll know it. in eight minutes. Uh, here's the direct <laughs> yeah. link to the the direct link to the um, pre-order page. If it will ever load, the whole internet is saying right now, they're like, oh man, if this will ever load. Here we are. It just, okay, here we are. Uh, okay, oh, that so. gold Bumblebee looks so nice, though. Okay, it's... so uh, what I'm seeing here is uh, Zauru and Uriad, the evil twin of Dairu. So okay. The name's backwards again. Yep, yes, looks like it. it appears so. So at some point during the panel, apparently they mentioned that they were focusing on wheels for the Generations line. I'm not sure what that's what supposed to mean. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> we made sure they all have wheels, guys. Some vehicles will have hover wheels. Okay. Hover well, wheels. They, Wait, they you don't want, think that they... means like War for Cybertron where like whenever they're going fast, the wheels are down normally, but then like whenever they're staying still, the wheels flip like they flip down and wheels. I don't know. That doesn't even hover wheels does not even make sense as a word. 
Well, I mean, if, if there there was there was a mass vehicle called Bullet piloted by Ali Bombay that was a hovercraft, and the wheels turned over to become the fans. So maybe that's something along the same lines of what Eric's thinking: is the uh, the wheels become some kind of fan fan propulsions? I'm guessing it's more like uh, like the DeLorean and Back to the Future too, right? So it just they fold mm-hmm. up underneath, or they're just further in. So if they do decide to do like a bumblebee with you know the disc car that one would have the wheels further inside so it would look like it's hovering from a distance but it would still have wheels to roll i'd prefer something um like uh or where like they designed it to be a hover car with the hidden wheels underneath like the way that ended up working out with the sculpt detailing really it really sold the idea well um but, you know, they can't really focus on the wheels if the wheels are by intention supposed to be hidden underneath the body frame. Ooh, Marvel Legends T'Chaka. That's so cool. Also, I just noticed this tweet from Josh Burcham. Uh, I'm really into the weapon slash armor gimmick. I just wish the uh, quote-unquote Cybertronian theme of it wasn't so barely there. Hashtag Space Pontiac. Hashtag Space Peterbilt. Hashtag Space DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Josh is a funny guy. I mean, do you think they were just too afraid to copy war for cybertron the video game designs too much or i think it's more likely they were just too afraid to go we're just rebooting classics oh yeah i I think i was gonna say the cybertronian is clearly the added in later portion of their goals here i could see i could see uh you know the the kick around meeting for uh plotting out the line like we've done uh you know, a modern-looking Starscream. Uh, two years ago, we did one for the line that's coming up this year, because, of course, they're playing this stuff like two years ago now. Uh, you know, so what can we do for a Starscream for the next line that we're planning? Well, how about the Cybertronian look, the Tetrajet thing? Okay, cool, we've never done that before. I mean, except for all the times we've said that's what we're trying to do, like with Cybertron and War for Cybertron, etc. But, like, uh, you know, start with that as the base concept and then that's the one thing that they actually tell us about when they're teasing this at toy fair and they're like oh yeah we're looking at like cybertronian stuff and pre uh cartoon pre uh war whatever and it's like it's just a really really bad representation of their thought process at the time because it's not like that's never happened before when they're just kind of talking you know talking to their assembled group Mm-hmm. Well, at least so if I, I end, end up not being able to get Firestar, I can just get Chromio. Because she's probably wave combiner. one will show up. Hey, uh, <laughs> but Firestar is a combiner. I So, I'm not too worried about the combiner aspect of it at this point. Then why do What's you want up, that mold? Hmm. Oh, uh, have it. Bumblebee is up. Oh, uh, the pre-order activate? Yeah. I was about to say, you, you might need to be a lot more specific there, considering on all the things we've seen today. <laughs> the only Bumblebee product of all time is... Uh, <laughs> yes. Bumblebee stock is looking up. Go movie. Remember back, in, remember back in 2006 when it was this, like, amazing novel thing that we got a Bumblebee toy again? Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> For the first time since 1993, basically. No, I don't remember that, actually. I remember a lot of things that happened between 1994 and 2007, which means I'm disqualified from ever working for Hasbro, apparently. Wait. Oh. My, this still says that, it, that it's not up for sale. I yeah, really, it's really 
I really am feeling far too negative about a lot of this stuff. There is some of this that I think is actually pretty decent looking. I just... Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, the whole purpose of the War for Cybertron, the Siege line specifically right now, because we don't know what the next stage of it's going to end up looking like, but, like, the whole purpose of this does seem to be let's reboot, like, the core classic stuff because it's been at least 10 years for some of it. You know, let's mm-hmm. get the stuff out in a familiar looking way. Um, familiar looking for the stuff we haven't done recently, at least. And then let's, you know, think outside the box a little bit on the stuff that's had some more recent options be available. Like, Ironhide's certainly not my first choice for what Ironhide should look like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's kind of teetering that line between, like, Cybertronian and, uh, you know, Chevy Astro. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, like, I know the fundamental engineering they're working from on that. So, like, it probably is going to be our first good modern Ironhide ever. Yeah. Prowl, Prowl hopefully will be something good. Yeah. Maybe. Also, uh, with the observation that we've only seen Autobots so far, I'm trying to go back to those Amazon listing links. How far back were those? Because I don't think, I may be mistaken, but I don't think there was anything that we definitively linked to being a, a Generations product that was not an Autobot name. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Uh, perhaps if I just search for it, it'll be faster. You know, just to to fill a little time here, going back to Rob's point, I think part of you know part of the letdown is, is that we waited a year to to get to this point. So you know, the leak happened before last year's San Diego. San Diego basically had nothing. We didn't know, or was it after San Diego? And before? it was the week after. Yeah, week after. The week after San Diego, and then and then basically, and even through Toy Fair, we really didn't get that much new, uh, you know, stuff to know about. At least we we had names and and characters spoiled before we saw molds and then we saw the terracons in new york and then toy fair we saw the rest and but we knew everything that was coming so i think part of that's a a big letdown for this because of the character selection because we've had so many years in a row three you know two was two three years in a row of doing really non-traditional character selection um there's still some other things here you know we've known about them but you know punch and blast off and and some of these other things that are floating around in the other lines are still fairly interesting fairly new um unfortunately they're all recolors and retools for the most part um yeah i, I mean i'm kind of with you rob in terms of this being a disappointment but i think there's a lot more product than we're realizing um coming that that is aimed in general um and yeah a lot of it isn't isn't terribly imaginative but it's it's the launch of a line too so that's kind of you know it is yeah. what it is i wonder what this optimus is going to be like every voyager optimus we've gotten in the last few years has been a pre-tool for something else and i'm 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 looking at it going what could this possibly be <laughs> <laughs> down the line yeah and, let's and see it, them pulling octane out of this one <laughs> and that roof so still i'm going over those me. I'm going over the uh, Amazon information here, and the only Decepticon names I see on stuff that I'm crediting as being Generations is Megatron and Starscream and maybe Thundercracker. And that's all yeah. at the Voyager price point. Yeah, that hmm. sounds about right. That's not great. 
proportionately speaking. Yeah, especially since I'm pretty sure, didn't we end up getting the fans' choice being the only two-pack that was two Autobots? Yeah, we did. Uh Uh-huh. Oh. This is what happens when you give the people power. Yeah, really. (laughs) Silly people. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hear. Um, I'm sure we'll hear similar uh, complaints about the uh, voting process from Diecast on RFC next Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, but he'll be talking about the vote that didn't matter as much. Mm-hmm. Well, this funny. is true, but it, it mattered to him. Funny, I've got well, no yeah, t- that's, text. That's back what made yet. it funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, he texted me back like instantly. Yeah, me too. I guess he just doesn't like you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> he has to. I produce his show. <laughs> you know the fact that we're seeing all Autobots this early on. How much does do you think the relationship with this line being co-released by Takara plays into that? Since you know villain huh? characters are historically non-sellers in Japan. I mean, wasn't isn't Studio Series co-released too? And that's literally yeah. a split fifty-fifty in terms of villains and uh like and decepticons and autobots i mean i guess you can make the claim that it's different because it's not the classic cast but it's still the same concept that that's literally that was the first wave but i think was actually 50 percent exactly at every single price point yeah. decepticon and autobots so yeah and that crowbar sure did gangbusters for them <laughs> <sighs> yeah i mean that's not that's not a bad point. Um, if we assume that it's going to be the same co-release with this generation's line as it has been with Power of the Primes, I mean, Takara could be weighing a little bit more influence in on the character choices to suit their market needs. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, what we're actually seeing here is uh, like a cross-section of the first two waves, and there's going to be more characters uh, mixed in there. To that happened for Power of the Primes because we... We saw Blackwing before we... Yeah. Like Blackwing was one of the first figures that we saw revealed, but wasn't one of the first figures released and such. Yeah, that was so. a Wave 2 toy. Yeah. yeah. Now, admittedly, that's something they probably rushed up just because, you know, uh, Darkwing and uh, Dreadwind kind of need to go together, but it is precedent for they could be pushing up some Wave 2 stuff to show us early just to get a... Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically targeted sampling out there for us. And we but know if, they, if they really loved us, they'd know what we, what we want to see is Decepticons. It's true. Yes. And we know they can, they can shift around uh, waves of a line, you know, if they have, to, if they want to, because they did that with the Bumblebee movie toys for studio series. Yeah. Because they, because they said that the studio series, the, the Bumblebee wave that we're seeing now, well, the Bumblebee toys we're seeing now are supposed to be part of the first wave, whereas mm. they're not. It, they're not until at least wave three going to get released. So, yeah, from what I remember of that anecdote, it sounded like they just barely had time to change the release order on those. Mm-hmm. So, like, it is something that's theoretically possible, but probably has a really narrow timetable and is not something to be expected to be an option in most instances. Oh no! I what I mean is that they would have the figures ready in other waves. Like those other figures are already developed, so that's why I'm saying it's possible we could see them. Not that they're actually switching the order of this toy line, but that's a, that. What I mean is that the figures are done, essentially, so they can show off any figure, a figure from basically any of the first couple waves, and it doesn't make a difference to them because they're already so far along the production schedule and such. Yeah, I would assume like at the point we're at 
literally right now, they are probably getting um, proofs back from the factory for, if not Wave 2 stuff, maybe even some of the early Wave 3 toys for the Siege line. Mm-hmm. You know, like getting their uh, early test shots back to just make sure everything's working right for them. So, I mean, what we usually see at these shows like this is those test shots then hand-painted for whatever color corrections that need to happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's not the most difficult thing. It's just a matter of, did the factory run this test shot yet? (laughs) All right, guys, just to give you a heads up, uh, apparently either there was a miscommunication with Entertainment Earth. They're already sold out. Uh, I had one in my cart and I would it never logged me into my account. It kept booting me back to the server failure message. And I finally get back to the main page and it says not for sale at this time. Yeah, as well, far as I've seen, it has always been not for sale this time. Yeah, that I was going to say, that's not out, not for sale this time isn't the same as out of stock. Right, they, but, I'm, I'm, but I mean, I mean when, I, when, when I went to the page, it loaded and said add pre-order, add the cart. You may have had and, a little glitch there, Don. Yeah, apparently so. Because uh, the timer was still at seven something when it went through and oh yeah it, then, like, so you uh, definitely uh, had a glitch then yeah so yeah it looks like it's up now like i just loaded their main entertainment earth page and the bumblebee well, the, it says the pre-order's open well i uh, I, I just refreshed the page and it says not for sale this time yeah <laughs> Yeah, so their server's a little messed up at the moment. Let's well, <laughs> let's not I mean, assume it. So, you know, there's, a, there's a there's a ten minute countdown, and if that's based on server time, uh, the as sluggish as the server is going, that could take hours. That oh, that ten minutes. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, it's we're basically in Dragon Ball time right now, and uh, you know, eventually we'll get to Namek. I'm curious if slash when this set will sell out uh, immediately. I, I don't. I don't their, know. I, their site is completely down, so people are looking at it. Well, people are looking for all types of exclu- or like from all brands. And not that yeah. the other one's going to go up yet, but people know what's going on right now. So San Diego Comic Con's going on right now, and that there's exclusives. So I don't know. I, I guess it depends on how much. I'm just curious how much stock they'll have. Yeah, that's what I would be. Not that we'll ever be privy to that information, but all I know is everyone I hear yeah, certain, is all about these tapes. Not, so. We'll never be privy to that information on the record for sure. Let's put yeah. it that way. Yeah. Given their previous exclusives, there might be a huge amount of stock on this. I know. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Like, Lyo Kaiser, that was an entertainment. Lasted a long Earth, time. Right? Yeah, as you say, that yeah. was quite a bit. Well, th- it says pre order add to cart. It says add to cart. You go to checkout. It says unable to add item. Well, I still see not for sale this time, Don. Yeah, I I'm can't even getting, log in. I'm, I'm just getting error messages. I, I think it'll be a, yeah, a task so. for later. Well, well, now it loaded for me. It shows the time, the countdown timer to zero, and it says, we currently don't have any new Hasbro pre-orders <laughs> on the page. So, Yeah, I think they're just being hit a little bit too hard for this to be working right now. Yep. Or Entertainment Earth. They tried. So when is, when did the, when did the, do all the exclusives go up on HTS? August August 13th. 13th, okay. Yeah, it's interesting that the Volume 2 is available to, theoretically going to be available to pre-order before Volume 1 is uh, available to general audiences. Yeah. Well, but but it won't but be. But it's out already. Yeah. Let me say, like, 
Yeah, because it doesn't come out till October, whereas the first one's out now if you go to the convention. Yeah. Yeah, because that's so easy to do. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I just want those exclusives. See, this is, I'm really, like, the main thing I thought about once these were released was, like, I'm mad there isn't another Hascon because I'd be going to that and I the SDCC exclusives weren't that hard to grab at Hascon. If you got in the line right away, there was enough. Like they sold out by I think and do you remember when they sold out? They didn't start to sell out till at least later later in the first day. Depends on what you were looking for, but yeah, it was probably in the early afternoon. Um, Especially the Transformers ones. But they, yeah. I mean they also had that giant revolution set which nobody wanted to carry around the convention. Uh, so yeah, I feel like, um, what else was there? Like even the Hascon exclusives didn't even start selling out until the last day. Well, the, uh, the SDCC, uh, were the uh, first ones to go out. Oh of, yeah. You know, right. The primitive, the primitive prime that didn't yeah. sell out until probably late that Friday afternoon or maybe even early yeah. Saturday. I mean, it, no, it was I, there I think, for a while. I, I think it was Friday, but yeah, it was, but it wasn't until the very end of the day for sure. I was so happy to grab that. I wish there were more exclusives like that primitive prime. He's just, I feel like that's peak exclusive in terms of like how good it is and the price it's at and oh, how yeah, hard yeah. it was for me to get it. I, it worked. Right. Of course, if there was Brought a Hascon this year, if there was a Hascon this year, they would tell you eight different numbers of how many you could buy before you got to the front of the line. So <sighs> that was frustrating. Oh, good. I got a 502 error from Entertainment Earth. That's oh, a yep. good sign. That's exactly yeah, been, what I got, too. I've been getting those. Yep. Uh, okay, I so... Every- all right, so basically, we're looking at our fears confirmed about the, the MicroMasters to do a pack, probably. That's what we're thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's and what, the $10 f- price point? Uh, theoretically, yes. Oh, 10 Okay. No, no. Um, the... The 15 that a lot of people are throwing around is what the prices were displaying as on Amazon Australia, which is currency right. converted from whatever gotcha. the U.S. prices are listed as. But gotcha. um, I was saying this on the the RFC Extra where we were talking about the MicroMaster League specifically. They're from an Amazon U.S. listing through the Amazon Australia storefront, but there are no vendors on Amazon U.S. offering them, so we can't access the listings through the Amazon U.S. website right now because Amazon. Gotcha. Oh, apparently they pointed out the fact that the robots have battle damage, but not the alt mode. However, I will say that the renders of the Optimus Prime show his Autobot insignia yeah, damaged. I mean, you know, services that are shared between robot and vehicle. Yeah, so not 100% true there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably on Optimus Prime, it's uh, very little true, because it looks like uh, there is uh, stuff all around the windshield, too, which that's going to show in the vehicle mode. Since this isn't the masterpiece, and it has to actually have the same windows in vehicle and robot mode. That's actually the best part of that Ultra Magnus cab robot. It has to have the uh, windows and grill be the same pieces for its truck mode and its robot mode. Oh, yeah, no cheating at all. That's not very common anymore. So no, it's really not, and I kind of hate that. Yeah, it looks like they oh, did okay. confirm it was RID inspired for Ultra Magnus, uh, which was seemed obvious to us. But apparently, they said that. Chromia is a retool of Moonracer, which I like. I figured she was at least centered engineering, but I, they specifically have the word retool uh, somewhere. The only, so. so looking at the pictures, the only parts I could identify being the same are um, the, like, whatever are on the same tree as the thighs in robot yeah, mode. That's what Those I thought. The same the between, but, like, 
everything else looks different. Uh, you know, assuming one of the Hasbro people literally said the word retool, that it's a retool of, they're probably using that more in a shorthand way than a literal descriptive way. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm, why does punch and punch counterpunch come with a, uh, Combiner hand when he because it's the power combine. of the prime's toy, but he doesn't combine. Just <laughs> no, say he's a duo. It's also, just say he's a duo also con. armor thingy. That's true. Just say he's a duo con, and that's the. But I mean that mm. it's an armor thingy, but that assumes that there's a way to attach it to that toy. Also, there's there's, um, there's got to be some kind of five millimeter well, socket. Well, you say the the five millimeter socket would at least attach in the vehicle mode. And at the very least, he can hold it in robot mode. Mm-hmm. Swell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now the page is up, and it says pre-order now for estimated shipment in October, yet there's no pre-order button. Uh, so now the page no, it's is a, it's a service is unavailable. So, yeah, the, the whole thing is just screwed up. Yeah, yeah kind of. I mean, you don't usually have to observe it through Entertainment Earth. Like, we would yeah. see this with Hasbro Toy Shop or something. Right. And well, by the w- let's not forget Amazon of all companies, which their AWS service is like the best you can have, went down this week. So nobody can do it right, well, apparently. Prime, Prime Day, though, right? Sure. But yeah. AWS is like the most, one of the most, um, uh, lowest downtime, all that stuff. And yeah, but Prime Day knocked it out, which. Anyone? Well, I mean, look at it this way. They probably, as much as it is a, as it is a money making venture, they probably look at Prime Day as also a uh, stress test for their systems. Oh, I'm sure so they look that at they it can, that way. So you know, they they go through their system logs afterward and look at like, okay, where can we improve the infrastructure so that next year it's even stronger and we can charge more money for our web services platform. Well, if you really want to go down that rabbit hole, they're also getting into the uh, switch making business, so they could be like, hey. It wasn't our services; it was our Cisco switches. So, so buy Amazon. <laughs> Boy, everybody's getting in the switch making business now. Amazon, Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah, that's that was that was what I thought too. Yeah. All right. So, what's well, no, our first? I, first, I thought literal physical switches, like you know, toggles and right. light switches, and so yeah. NYCC is the next big uh, uh-huh. reveal type thing we'll have. Yes. Well, I mean, unless there's um, a conference call. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say other other than next week's uh, Weibo leaks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, other than some Decepticons, is there anything else we want to see or we could see that could save this a little bit? Since Meh seems to be the general. Um, consensus? how about some Bondo to fill in those panel lines? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, just like the 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 exterior of half of these toys is just gonna be. A big ball putty. That's what's what it's going to come down to. But no, as, as to what could salvage this, I have no idea. I some the, some other character choices, maybe. Yeah, I I'd like to see six gun because that's one of the more interesting things that we've heard is coming that we haven't seen yet. But I would suspect that might be something we don't see until Toy Fair because there's a very good chance that would be Wave Three at the earliest. So yeah. wait, so so Cog would be shipping by himself. Well, I mean, it'd be in some assortment with something, but like yeah, it, I think uh, he's at, a deluxe. it's at the deluxe price point. Okay. So it seems like there's regular deluxes like Sideswipe and Hound, and then there's also going to be their Weaponizer deluxes, which oh. are the ones that transform 
as sort of laying, you know, robot laying down, but primarily are there to split into weapons for the other characters to use. So, you know, Cog and Six Gun are going to be um, under that part of the play pattern, but wait, still so they're at the not just, price point. Wait, so they're just going to be packed into waves of deluxes, right? Yeah. Like they're not. Okay, yeah. that's what I was just making sure it wasn't like actually something. Separate. Yeah, as far as far as I can tell with this, uh, you know, from the Amazon leaks and what have you. Um, yeah, because I'm looking at the information now. Cog and Hound are sequential product code numbers, uh, 3536 and 3537. So they're like 99% guaranteed to be an assortment together. Hmm. I wonder if we'll see, at that price point, it's possible we could see flywheels as the as the Decepticon, because that would be a good format for something like that. Yeah, I mean, since the Legends are being replaced by uh, Micro Masters, it's not like we're going to have a chance for uh, a repeat of Battle Trap. Mm-hmm. Darn, that's a that's a shame. So you know, I'm looking at the um, the Chromia pictures again, and I realize this is one of the hand painted sample pieces. It's not in plastic colors like um, one of the side swipes. I think might be in plastic colors, but this is definitely hand painted. When that's in flat plastics, it's probably not going to look quite so overbearingly detailed. Hopefully. Like it's definitely gonna be a style clash with uh, Moonracer. There's there's no getting around that. But uh, yeah, it, the the full paint always tends to accentuate the panel line details. Yeah. So this is not related to SDCC. However, it is Transformers related. Big Big Bad Toy Store has pre-orders up for uh, Magna, which is half of their Skylinks, one hundred twenty dollars. Uh, their roller, Ryan oh. one ten. Yeah, the MMC stuff, right? The third use of Tarn. The third use of Tarn, yes. I'm surprised by how many times they've, how many people they've made out of a Tarn mold. Their Azalea, which is their uh, RC 95, and the the, uh, Ocular Max remix of Frenzy and Rumble. 130. Oh, look, the the, um, test shot version of Poseidon from TFC Toys is also up for pre-order. <laughs> well, we don't, need, we don't need to touch that one. I mean, I like the black and purple one, but I will never get over the fact that they just are releasing a test shot. Well, people do like test shots. Yeah. Of course, when they're, you know, when they're... Weird um, colors, not when just they're one in, black. <laughs> when they're intentionally manufactured products, it does kind of take something away from it. Does IDW Roller just carry around an Optimus Prime gun? I mean, there's worse guns to have. Yeah. I'm just, that's like his only gun that this, that their Roller has. It's just an I mean, Optimus it's, Prime gun. Which, it's I mean, not something that's going to turn into a little dude and run away. This is true. Not a sword that's made out of a cat that's going to like turn around and you know slash you instead of the person you're trying to fight. I'm uh, not going to lie. Exclusive Massey Battlemaster. I hate cats, but I would totally take a sword cat. <sighs> I don't know. That just seems like a bad plan all around. <laughs> if you hate cats, a cat made out of swords just seems like the worst possible choice. So, have we pretty much exhausted everything we want to talk about with this then? Since we're talking oh, about cat, cat swords. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, if you watch RFC, you're familiar with me, my, me, Chris, Don, and R- Rob. So you know where to find us. 
Uh, Eric is on, but not often enough. Eric, where do people find you? At Eric Crowbar on Twitter, if you're daring. Also, my birthday is next week, so if you if you're feeling nice, I do have an Amazon wish list this year. If you want. Uh, and then also, the main place you can listen to me is uh, the Nerdy Geek Talk Network. Basically, anywhere you listen to this, uh, you should be able to find it. And Steel City Boss is the main show. So go check out the younger people. Rob, what's your Patreon? Uh, Patreon.com slash flailthroughs, where uh, if you want to request a, a seeing a specific Gunplow or mobile suit in New Gundam Breaker Gundam Battle Operation 2, you can throw me a couple of bucks and I will record it. Nice. And Anthony, there's all kinds of fun stuff you do. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at TFU underscore info, uh, on the web at TFU.info, and uh, Facebook and Instagram dot uh, com slash TFU info for either one. And you catch the podcast Transformers University and TFU News and Views uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah, and I'll put in a plug for uh, uh, TF University for sure. It's a definitely a fun listen. So you should add that oh, to yeah. your Transformers rotation if you haven't already. And I think everyone here has been on the show at least once. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I so. so. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Don, Don and Chris were on a, one of the early episodes, and yeah, everyone else has been on fairly recently. This is true. All right, everyone, that'll do it for the SDCC Hasbro panel live stream. Oh, no, before that, before that, though, I want to just uh, I want to encourage everyone to uh, tweet at DieCast2 on Twitter. Uh, and, you know, extend your well wishes for Black Arachnia's victory in the Hall of Fame uh, character selection this year. The only yeah. time that the vote mattered. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag Seacons before Unicron. Yeah. <laughs> or just send Black Arachnia before Unicron because that, that'll really dive the knife in there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. On that note, everyone. Bye, everyone. We will see you next Wednesday for Radio Free Cybertron. Let's go, man. Let's go, man. Let's go, man.